don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. It was hard living in New England during colonial times for several different reasons. You obviously had harsh weather conditions, especially in the winter. Food and supplies were also an issue. The English settlers were used to purchasing whatever they needed. Now they would have to import it from England, make or grow it themselves, or do without. You had to work hard just to survive. With all of that being said, the laws were also extremely tough. In this episode, we take a look at the law that sent Portsmouth, New Hampshire's Ruth Blay to the gallows. On June 14, 1768, some children who were playing in a barn some 20 miles from Portsmouth made a grisly discovery. Under the floorboards of that barn was a deceased baby. Authorities soon discovered the mother to be 31-year-old Ruth Blay. Ruth was a seamstress and a teacher. More important to this case, she was unmarried. She was promptly arrested and taken to jail in Portsmouth to await trial. Her crime? Concealment. By colonial law, giving birth to an illegitimate child in secret was called concealment, and it was punishable by death if the baby did not survive. Since there were no witnesses at a concealed birth, the dead infant was considered to have been murdered and the mother was guilty unless she proved her innocence. Ruth endured horrible conditions in the jail from June until December 30th. The sweltering heat and the freezing fall and winter temperatures took their toll on Ruth. Twice a doctor had to be called on her behalf. During her confinement, Ruth wrote a statement admitting that she did, in fact, hide the baby girl in the barn, but insisted that the child was stillborn. She never revealed who the father was, nor did anyone seem to care. Ruth was found guilty of concealment by an all-male jury after a short trial. On June 24th, she was sentenced to execution by hanging. Provincial Governor of New Hampshire, John Wentworth, ordered High Sheriff Thomas Packer to perform the execution between the hours of noon and two o'clock. She received three temporary stays of execution before the sentence was finally carried out on December 30th 1768. At 11 a.m. on that fateful day, Ruth Blay, dressed in virgin white, screamed in terror as she was carried by horse cart from the jail to the hill that overlooked farmland with cattle grazing. Close to a thousand people showed up to watch the execution. The crowd was so enthusiastic to get a great view that they damaged the stone wall that surrounded the field. A local minister delivered a brief prayer. Sheriff Parker then hastily placed a noose around Ruth's neck as she stood on back of the cart. 
Ruth's friends begged him to wait for a reprieve from the governor that was expected at any moment. Ignoring their pleas because he did not want to be late for dinner, the sheriff then drove the cart out from under her feet and headed home without even glancing back at the dying woman. Ruth died a slow, agonizing death by suffocation. Moments later, the governor's messenger arrived with the pardon. The disgusted crowd realized that if the sheriff would have just waited until the time given to him by the governor, the pardon would have saved Ruth's life. Later that evening, the outraged townspeople went to Sheriff Packer's house and lynched him. Ruth Blay was the last woman executed in New Hampshire history. Workers buried Ruth Blay's body in an unmarked grave at the bottom of Gallows Hill. The exact location is unknown. Today, that field holds four graveyards known collectively as the South Cemetery. Not surprisingly, many locals believe it to be haunted. So 